Young man. Hello? How you doing, sir? I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I understand you uh, you need a moment. They said you uh, rushed in from work. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Go ahead. Take a moment well, to leave, brother. Well, technically, uh, I didn't have to work today. Oh. Because it's no day working at school. Okay. But, um. Thank you for your service. My babysitter back. My babysitter backed out on me at the last minute, so I just had to get my daughter straight. Okay, well, we don't mind background noise, so it's all good. Huh? We don't mind background noise. It's all good. Okay, okay, yeah. cool, then. Daughter want to run across? Cool. We don't care. We're good with that. We're family here. Okay, that's what's up. I appreciate that. Hey, absolutely, absolutely. So, um, I found out something that I didn't know today. And I think you'll like this. Did you know that February 4th was National Hug Day? Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Okay, I was unaware of this. My staff just told me. I was like, we should have moved, I said, we should have moved him over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never, I didn't hear about that until, until it happened. Okay, okay. So, here's the thing. For those who don't know you, tell everybody who you are, where you are, and what you do. Say that again? Tell everybody who you are, where you are, and what you do. Well, my name is Derek Reynolds. I am in Wichita, Kansas right now. So I've been staying for a few years. And um, I founded the Hugger Dad Foundation. What I'm trying to do is I am trying to change the whole landscape of how fatherhood is looked at by the community and also by the court system. Um, a lot of people think their fathers are just, you know, they could just back out. They don't, they don't, you know, they don't have any, um, they don't have any need to stay in their kids' lives. They're not forced to. Moms are the only ones. But there are a lot of fathers who are on the hook, who are, um, who want to be there, who want to be in their kids' life, and they're not able to because of the court system. There's a lot of fathers who have to pay a bunch of child support and they can't see their kid. Now, family law tells you that they do what's in the best interest of the child, but you choosing money over the child is not in the best interest of that child. Agreed. The best interest is to have, have their father. And um, especially when it's over the minute things that you don't let the father in the life of his child, just because the mother is coming to court making wild accusations of silly arguments. Uh, you go ahead and go with that and allow uh, for fathers to be separated from their children. It's just ridiculous to me. And if you look at the family law system, if you look at these lawyers, like one thing that I've been doing is I've been um, trying to help coach fathers through the family law system because uh, there's not many family lawyers whose outcome is to, is to uh, bring the family together. Mm. The outcome is that their client gets more time than the other person. Mm. And that's divisive, that's not productive, that's not helping the child. So what we're trying, what I'm trying to do with the Hugger Dad Foundation is I want to implement programs that can be court-ordered. I want to implement programs that are in schools. I want to do stuff within the community, all geared towards fatherhood, how we can help it and explaining it and you know, making it known for our next generation that fatherhood is important. If you're a father, you're needed. No matter what nobody tells you, you are needed. 
and you know we're just trying to you know populate the community with with these positive thoughts okay okay and positive people i see exactly exactly okay, okay. well how did you hear about our show um i um you know i like to i like to surf linkedin to make connections mm-hmm. i like to try to you know look at people who i feel like i can bring in to uh you know add value to the movement and hopefully the movement can add value to him absolutely to them and um you know i'm all about building a community to help okay i'm all about uh building you know a community that helps each other so if like say you know both of us are in this fatherhood movement and we both contributing to the movement however we contribute i want it to be like if you having a problem you can call me i might be able to give you some advice Uh, well, I grew up in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. 
<laughs> no, um, I mean, I got some decent reviews. I had I had only sparred one time at that point, and I had got some decent reviews. I think if I would have kept going, you know, I could have gotten better. Okay. But it was more of like, I need something that's going to pay me today. Like I need I need a paycheck in two weeks okay. so I can go and buy these, you know, Dickies mm-hmm. or so I can go and buy these Nikes or something. I remember. I remember. So I can go to school looking fresh. Okay. Instead of, you know, I wasn't, I should have been looking at the future. And that's what I'm always going to tell my children. To think about stuff, you know, how it's going to impact you in the future. Okay. So now and when you were getting, getting these clothes, was that building the confidence for you? No, I didn't. I never so what, did. what turned the confidence around? Huh? What turned that confidence around? Um, to be honest, it really didn't. I still struggle with it. I mean, okay. I don't like, I don't like to uh, be the front center of attention. Um. Wait, time out, bro. You, time out, time out. You started what's gonna be a worldwide organization. I mean, as of right now, you know it's worldwide, right? You do, uh, you do. No, I don't. Oh, oh, no one told you about us? Let, 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 let me help you out. Um, you're currently on 12 platforms. You're currently in 41 countries talking right now. I'm in 21 countries? 41. How is that? We, this show is in 41 countries. Oh, okay. This show is 20, wow. 12 platforms. You're talking wow. to the world right now, bro. Oh, wow. So, let me ask you yeah. again. How did you start a global organization with no confidence? Explain that one to me. <laughs> you asked me how uh, I could help. This is how I'm helping. Oh, uh, well, I mean, I'm just doing it, man. Did you I'm get shy on me like, just now? Huh? Did you just get shy on me? <laughs> a little bit. That's little funny. Bit. That's funny. All right, bro. <laughs> it's like, it's like, yo, man, it's like, sometimes I be thinking like, and there's more stuff that I need to be doing mm. that I'm trying to work on. Like, I'm trying to get to the point where I can do um, videos and stuff like that. I can help you with that. Of me just talking. You know what I mean? Because I really don't like to be the center of attention, but this organization is... Like necessary. Bigger than me. It's necessary. It's, it, yeah, it's super necessary. It's bigger than me, and you know what I mean. I just gotta, I, I just, I just gotta do it. You know, and I'll be, I'll be nervous about it. Like I was nervous about this, and I'm nervous about the other ones I've done. Mm-hmm. But you know, I just keep doing. It. Like man, you should have seen me when I ran for city council. My was sweaty. Well, you ran for city council, but you don't want to know attention. You see how this is not mixing, bro? <laughs> how was that? Talk to me about city council. Um, well, I ran for city council in the 6th district, Kansas, where I live at. Um, I, the reason why I ran was because I didn't feel like there was a lot of... I felt like I had things on my mind that I wanted to talk about that nobody else could talk about. And I felt like, you know, I just wanna, I just wanna do it. I mean, and once again, there was a lot of things that I should have done that probably would have helped my campaign. I don't know if I would have won, but it would have definitely helped it. And I didn't do because I still was kind of 
you know, iffy about it. And I needed a team. I didn't have a team. I was doing it by myself. You got one now. So, uh, I appreciate that, man. Thank you. I appreciate that, man. Hey, guys. So, if he runs again, we got him. Son, pop in and say hi. Oh yeah, sure, sure. They making yeah. a mess. Let, let's get his first. Pod, let's get his first podcast going. Let's go. Look oh, I try to take it to the Bottom. head. There you go. How you doing, brother? <laughs> Bottoms up. <laughs> there you go. Now, as long yeah, as, as, as long as it's not tequila, we good. Hi, queen. My daughter, lo- my daughter loves to talk, and she uh, took my salad. She'll have her own podcast soon. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. She talks all day. Absolutely. She would, she would get at you. No doubt, she no doubt. When she's ready, start a podcast with her called First Words. First Words, I like that. I like that. First Words. Just get whatever she says. So, yeah. Whatever she says that morning, put it out there. Hey man, hey, that sounds like a good idea. I'm, I'm, I've been, you know, I, I've been thinking about uh, what I want to do with them. You know, because I can remember when I was a teenager, and there was, you know, free time was my Achilles heel. When I had free time, that's when I, you know, would go out and do silly stuff like knocking over people's trash cans. And, okay. You know, okay. During the holidays, we you would, just needed uh, a focus point. People, we, we would mess up people's lights. Mm. You know, we would just do ridiculous stuff that could have wound up getting us shot or hurt or whatever. And what I want to teach for my kids, and I want to show parents, you know, whoever don't know this, you know, get your kid involved in in a sport. Get them involved in um, an instrument. Mm-hmm. You know, my grandma, I used to play the saxophone when I was in elementary school. Okay. And um, I stopped playing it because it was heavy, and I didn't like carrying it at school by myself. And I wish I had my father. You know, if I, if I would have had me, I would have told myself, you know, that's not a good reason to quit. You need to mm. keep playing that, you know. 
Absolutely. How to work through that. That's how you. That's how you learn how to work through things. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, deal with uncomfortable situations, and then from out of that can come something. Beautiful. You know, okay. I could be, you know, maybe a jazz player right now. Yeah. You never yeah. know. Maybe. So. Maybe. So. So that's what I want to do for my kids. I want to introduce them to stuff that they can do, that they can, um, you know, make a living from, have hobbies, keep them busy. See, that's a good lesson right there. Keep them out of trouble. That's a strong lesson right there. That's a strong lesson right there. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. I just want them to learn how to work through stuff. You know, uh, you ever heard of Dr. Jawanza Kanjufu? Have we heard of him? Yeah, we've heard of him. Okay. Well, I was watching a video on him the other day, and he was talking about how, you know, there's plenty of kids who know that um, six times four is 24. Mm-hmm. But if you give them a word problem that answer that when the answer results in 24, they struggle with that. Mm. You know, we got we got we got to teach them word problems how to deal with stuff. You know, them word problems is how you deal with. And I'm pretty sure you just like you can remember doing word problems and getting frustrated because you're trying to figure it out and you can't get the right answer. Well, see, here's the deal, bro. For me, it was a little deeper because I'm dyslexic. Oh, man, but yeah. But I didn't know I was dyslexic until I was 30. Oh, wow. So no one ever explained to me why my words were moving, so that made it even more complicated for me. Man. And see, we got to work on, like, mental health in our community. We got to work on knowing knowing what's going on with ourselves. You know what I mean? Going to the doctors, getting checkups, and doing that type of stuff. So we know when we come to the, when we come to the table, we be, we be prepared. Like, for you, you know, if you would have known that you was dyslexic, that might have been able to get you to work harder. Maybe you do some extra work. Or maybe you you know you you, you point you pinpoint a target, um, a goal to achieve, and that might make it easier for you to overcome your issue. And I, if you probably, know which I issue probably got a lot less beatings too. No, I had a teacher. No, I had a teacher tell my mother there's nothing wrong with him that a good beating can't solve. Wow. So my mother practiced that often. He thought I was actually That's another playing. thing. That's another thing, man. Beatings, you know, everybody loves, well, not everybody, but a lot of people loves to say that beatings regulate children's behavior. And I get it. I guess you can instill fear in somebody, but I want to teach them how to handle situations from me. So when they, like when my, when my son was just on camera, you know, uh, he messed up my computer a little bit. But he don't know. He was, he's a kid. So, not, you know, giving him a beat, he wouldn't even understand why he's getting hooked Right, right. But, but I want to show them that that's not how you handle situations. You don't just, you know, go into a rage and give somebody a beat, especially over uh, material things. Mm. I don't plan on whooping my kids because they, you know, broke something of mine or know something like that right right i'm not going to cause you pain over something materials i feel you but i, I do want to i do want to promote that we you know learn how to talk to our children instead of having to you know basically teach them violence is how you solve problems i feel you on that most definitely most definitely if you could trade lives with anybody for a month who would it be if i could trade lives with anybody for a month 
Um, I tell you, man. I don't always agree. You know, this is. I, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, the person who I would trade lives with probably. I'm thinking about now would probably be a historical brother. I don't. I don't agree with everything he said, but I agree with the mission. It would be Booker T. Washington. Mm. Because I, uh, I read his book Up From Slavery. And this dude, man, he was a pure, just pure workaholic. He didn't do anything for pleasure, leisure, and I don't, you know, I don't really want that part. But <laughs> his work, his work ethic, man, like, you know, I'm sitting here with my foundation, and I'm trying to promote it, and we got social media, we got technology. This brother built his institute, the Tuskegee Institute. And was traveling all over the world. I mean, all over the country, but basically no money, going all the way up to Massachusetts and Maine, riding on carriages, walking, sleeping outside, getting mm. there however he can, just to raise money. And I'm thinking to myself, like, man, if he could do it, I should be doing it too. I should be putting that same type of effort that he was putting in to get what he to get what he wanted to get done. Absolutely. And I would just want to, you know, take on some of that work ethic, some of that, you know, fire just to, you know, his his goal was just to educate and to help. Okay. And, you know, that was like his life's mission. And, you know, I, I respect that a lot. I respect that his life's mission was to educate and help people. And that's how I feel right now. My life's goal is just to help help our next generation be better than this generation. Now, you said, previous generation. Now you said you'd work hard, but... You didn't want to work as hard. What do you do to play? What's fun for you? What's recreation? Um, recreation for me is, you know, video games. Um, I don't play a whole lot of video games, but I have my few that I like. Okay. Uh, mostly sports. Um, well, if you can't get on the field, else? you're going to get on the field. I get you. <laughs> okay. Um... Leisure for me is listening to music. Um, I don't I don't really do too much, man. To be honest, you know, one one of my one of my latest leisure things is you know coming up with different ideas. You know, uh, I've been right. trying to come up with ideas for stuff. I'm trying to start a a a, a media company. Um. I, that's what I like to do, man. I like to try to come up with ideas to solve problems and stuff like that. Okay. Person I am. Well, you said you work in the school system, so give me your most embarrassing school story. Oh, uh, um. Didn't have to happen to you, just something you know. Embarrassing. Uh, I mean. I tell you what was embarrassing for myself. So, uh, where I work at, I'm a paraeducator, and we work with some children who have special needs. Oh, so you work so with people like me? <laughs> um, I don't know. You seem pretty smart. I don't know about that. Now? I, yeah. <laughs> I was a terrible student. Um, so, we work with, you know, some kids who have aggressive behavior 
and um, you know they get mad and they start going crazy. So this one kid, you know, he uh, he's a little bit of a heavy, heavy, heavy young young boy. My brother, we lost and you. So, we lost you. Huh? We couldn't see you. We lost, lost you. Me? We lost you. We can't oh, see sorry. you. I'm sorry. Uh, this kid, he's like kind of a, a heavier kid. Mm-hmm. Yo, stop! Stop! I'm sorry. Go be, go be dad first. Stop it! Stop it! Stop! Yeah. So, uh, um, can you remind me what I was saying? Heavy kid. Oh yeah. So uh, this heavy kid, uh, he you know he likes to uh, resist. And, you know he, he likes to get up and walk around and he'll try to hit you sometimes. So there was one time where uh, I was trying to hold him back and I got a little tired and I'm like, man, I need to get back in the gym. This little kid <laughs> got me breathing kind of. <laughs> I need to get back into the gym. So yeah, that was that was pretty embarrassing for me because I'm like, man, am I am I weak or is this kid just strong? <laughs> okay, okay. Well, let me tell you how we do things. Okay, first and foremost, you are now what we call fan family, and that means anytime you need to promote something, we promote it for you. Everywhere okay, cool. we are, you are. Okay. We got Let's you, go. fam. We got you, fam. Okay. Anytime you want to come on, that. we got you. Anybody you feel is important and that you want to have their voice out there is an automatic episode just because you recommended them. I appreciate that, man. You. Thank you. Anytime you have an event pre- for your organization, holler at us and we will plaster it all over the world. Well, yeah, I am. I am going to be having some events coming up I, soon. I so know. Yeah. I know. that. See how I led into that? Tell me about them. Yeah. Um... So we don't have nothing concrete set yet, but what we do, what we've done is we had a, a haircuts event you know. where you know we have some fathers and sons mm-hmm. come and get you know some free haircuts. Um, I have a video on LinkedIn about it. Um, it was a very fun event. Fanatic, he's gonna send us that. Like, he's gonna send us that link, and we'll make sure we put it up on our pages. Sure, sure, sure. And I want to say something really quick about the event. You know, I had this big idea of the event. I felt like I, 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 you know, I covered every corner of it. I felt like it was going to be perfect. And then my wife, she um, came up with some ideas, brought her ideas to me, and just made the event so much better. Is the queen around? So, I, oh no, she's not here. She's at work. Oh. Hi, queen. You were, you were recommended. <laughs> You want to shout her name but, out? Uh, I say that. Hold on. What you just put in your mouth? Give me that. <laughs> yes, fanatics. That's, that's being a real mouth. father right there. That's a real father. <laughs> um. So yeah, she she actually made my event much better, and I say that to say like um. You know, I've been seeing this stuff go around that you know like. There's no benefit for a man in a marriage. And I understand why they say that. But if you find a woman that, you know, you are on a good frequency with, you know, y'all, you, 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 you got to learn each other. You got to learn things about, 
know, the, the small things, because it's the small things that create big arguments. Absolutely. I feel like if we paid more attention to the right stuff, if we looked at the important stuff, we wouldn't be having so many people feeling like, oh, this relationship didn't work, relationships ain't nothing, or this and that. Because you will find somebody that works for you, and you will never have to experience that issue. My brother sounds like you had a whole other podcast going on right there. Huh? That sounds like a whole other podcast right there. <laughs> you think you, oh, you I know, think you found your know, niche, man. bro. I think you found your niche. You, 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 you let me know, man. You know, I'm ready. I, I'm, yo, I, I'm feeling it from you, you know what I'm saying? It, it sounds like manly talk. Ah, oh, there it is, manly talk. Oh, see, man, there you go. You coming up, you creating ideas live on TV. It's what man. I do, baby. It's what I do. Yeah, man. I mean, maybe we could set something up. You know, we could start a panel or something. Absolutely, absolutely. I will get with you on that for sure, for sure. Got a few, yeah, people, got a few mean, people you can holler at. Not a problem. I just want to, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to help people, you know, make better decisions. I'm learning as I go. Like me, we all I'm are. a husband. I, I'm learning. I'm learning as I go. I'm learning how to be a husband. Okay. Like, my, my only vision of a husband is like, you know, my wife and kids, you know, um, uh, the Cosby's, you know, that's, that's who taught me how to be a husband. So the whole time I'm thinking like, all right, well, if I go in it and I, and I care for my girl and I'm a decent human being, you know, I'll be a good husband, but it takes a lot more. You have to actually know how to be a husband. In yes, particular. absolutely. Absolutely. So first and foremost, I want to thank you for your time, because we know that, you know, everybody's time is precious, and we don't take that lightly around here. Secondly, I want to thank you for working in the school system. You are so needed, brother. You are so, so needed. You know? I'm a little mad at your city right now, because y'all people cut out my titans, but we ain't gonna get into that. You said what? I said I'm a little mad because your people cut out my titans out the big game, but I ain't gonna mess with you on that one. We should have been in the dance. I'm just saying. Anyway. Anyway. Is there anything that you want to tell the people before you go? Um, what I would like to tell the people is that, you know, just like me with my story, I'm a, I'm a shy person. I don't really like to try to talk a whole lot. Um, I don't really like to be at the front, but I'm doing it. Um, don't be afraid of, you know, trying new things and doing new things. Push yourself, you know, put yourself out there. And if you look bad doing it, you know, let that be something that gives you motivation to try harder. Okay. And because I feel like we don't like we don't like to do things that we going that we feel like we're gonna look bad at. Just like with, you know, the football thing for me, I didn't want to look embarrassed or look bad, so I didn't do it. You know, don't be afraid to it's look not too bad late, bro. in the beginning. Because if you keep trying, you will get better. It's not too late. You know, KC might need another player. Go check him out. <laughs> might get a walk on. Man. Never know. know. Never know. You never know, right? Look at Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner was a walk on at 40. Yeah. One Super Bowls. You never know. I mean, give it a shot. Don't give up now. We'll talk, we'll talk about well, that. That's what I would say to people is to, you know, don't be afraid, try new things, step out your comfort zone, 
And, um, you know, okay. be great. I y'all heard it here. He gonna try out for KC, and we gonna back him. And he gonna make the team so he can be more global with his sport organization. My brother, I want to let you know, greatly appreciate your time. Greatly appreciate your talent. And the signature of the show is, from the bottom of my heart, I am a fan. Thank you, man. I'm, I'm a fan as well, man. I appreciate that. You be blessed. You too, man. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye.